are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Sequestered Quarantined Podcast. How you doing, Lee? I feel like a sequestered sardine, but Dang. without the olive oil to make me happy. You're not in the can with a bunch of uh, women with their shirts tucked in? <laughs> Damn it. No, I'm not. I'm going to have to bundle myself up next to a bunch of magazine with pictures of them in it and pretend that they're my harem. You should take a picture of you laying in a bed and then put like put pictures of women with laying down to it. And you say, yeah. they're a bunch of sardines. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and then I'll put does that seem fishy to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you and everybody will tell that everybody on their post will go, well, you better tell them to clean that shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, hey, if you can't get to us, you can't clean us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, go make some eggs. <laughs> um, I don't know. When I was a kid, I used to like sardines with eggs and applesauce. I don't know. That's weird. Actually, um, that's that's a good idea for later. Thank you. <laughs> you like eggs and applesauce with sardines? Um, I, I I have a friend who told me that he liked eggs and dill, like um, pickles. So I tried that, and that was cool. So eggs and applesauce and fish might not be bad. <laughs> that's funny. I have no idea for sure, but I, I'm thinking it will be okay. So how's it going in New York? I guess you don't have the COVID-19 and uh, everybody else does there. Oh, um, there's a few people walking around, but very few. It's very, um, like, um, I don't know, what would be a small town in your area where you're lucky if on a regular day before all this happened, you could see two people walking uh uh freaking uh what uh, up in the desert probably <laughs> yeah yeah um this is kind of like um as if we have now a desert <laughs> you know and um the only people who are still walking are people who either have like dogs who they need to walk or maybe someone might be like screw it i don't want to stay indoors all day i need to at least go out for five minutes and sit on the park bench there's um there was a lady who had like a baby with her and she was sitting in the park bench and she was listening to music like baby children's music for the baby and it's because she figured the baby should at least get a little fresh air you know but this was late at night and um you know but um basically most of the people are um well not everybody is completely freaked out by it there are still people who are trying their best to act like it's a normal day but you know that that's because they just don't want to you know 
succumb to being like panicking but most people are very conscious and they're acting kind of like um they're a little bit sad that they have to do this but they're doing it and in the stores now there are lines where you have to not all the stores um i still go to some stores where you can actually still go in and they're not telling you you have to wait outside because you have too many people here but some of the stores depending upon when you go you have to wait in line and it's almost like waiting in line for a concert ticket but instead of a concert it's just to get groceries you know so it's kind of kind of weird you know well when I, we went to the store yesterday and it was we just walked in and they had most of the stuff we wanted they had bread they had water they had milk but most oh. a lot of the big packs of cheese were gone but they still had the little packs of cheese and most oh. of the frozen vegetables were gone and and then last time i went in i was looking for soup and all the soups are gone but yesterday they had most of the soups back and all right. like all the canned shit is gone and all the frozen shit's gone but they had a lot of the frozen meals left yesterday, and it was pretty cool. And, uh, oh, I and then the day, I went out four days ago by myself to get some stuff from the store, and they had mostly everything there, and okay. uh, except for soup. But today they yesterday oh. they had soup. But I was happy getting out by myself, put down the windows, and listened to the new Pearl Jam album, which fucking rocks. Right on. I love the last album, Lightning Bolt, but this album, fucking, it's just old type rocking Pearl Jam. You okay. Know. So was the last album, though. Fucking Lightning Bolt ruled. We haven't re reviewed any Pearl Jam. <laughs> yeah, and um, you want to keep it I, that way. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to remind you. I thought you would like Pearl Jam because they remind you of old Neil Young. <laughs> um, no, that's the one thing that I wondered about him is why did you like Pearl Jam? You didn't like Merkin Ball. <laughs> um. I'm the one who would tell people back then that that wasn't his best album. Uh, I love Pearl Jam. I think they, they rule. They got great musicians. They have Matt Cameron on drums for years, who's a Soundgarden drummer. So, hmm. uh, they went through, that means anything. Uh, you don't like Soundgarden either, do you? 1% <laughs> uh, uh, better. Yeah, we, there's there's the list I want to do. I want to do a Pearl Jam. I want to do a Soundgarden. Oh, where's that list? Uh, um, um, where 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 exactly is it? So in case I call someone, they can search. And I also want to do a Nirvana album. <laughs> oh, um, ooh. come on, we're free for man. We could go hippy dippy. We could go grungy rungy. <laughs> At least they're groups that I grew up with. At least, well, if we already did another group that I wasn't too hip on, at least these others that you mentioned are a little better. All right. Yeah, you complain more about Alice in Chains than I complain about Fairpoint Convention. Well, that's that's only because I'm smarter. <laughs> <laughs> that episode's doing really well, though, so I'm kind of happy about it. You mean the Fairport Convention? Thank God. Well, that did well, and so did the Allison Chain. So no, <laughs> and so did the Bon Jovi. 
Not bad. <laughs> That's because people are like, I can't wait to tease Lee about that. <laughs> so if you guys get on the Facebook page, say, hey, Lee, thanks for liking Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Lee will probably send you Fairpoint Convention. <laughs> It's Fairport Convention. You sound like you're talking about a sewing machine contest. Fairpoint. We're going to be doing sweaters now in Fairpoint Convention's oh, it's sweater knitting it's fair thing. Fairport. Fair port. Oh, port. So I, I'm saying it wrong like I say your name, And right? you even put it wrong on the description. But I did? I can go fix that. People, people, yeah. Maybe now people will look for a fair point convention and can't find it. So you might think that that's a good thing. I'll go change the... Uh, I didn't know I... Why didn't you tell me when I put it up? I didn't know until later. Uh, I'll go fix it. I didn't notice, but but I mean, it's not a big thing. You should have um, misspelled Allison Chains and said, um, not a good album. <laughs> well, that would be a lie for me. Well, no, it would just be a typo. <laughs> yeah, James West was going off on you, dude. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I, I was kind of going off on him too, you know. Yeah. And um, you know, to be fair, without mentioning details, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit less uptight when it comes to something if we do it in the future and hopefully um we won't but if we do i'm i'm actually now not going to be i'm going to quit this i'm at least going to swallow my pride and do it well and I, that's all i want to say well um also I put up some Pantera negative negativity, and James West went off on me, and you were happy about that one. Uh, yeah. I do yeah. like Pantera, but the thing is, everybody's, like, praising Dimebag all the time. Dime, Dimebag rules, Dimebag. Phil Asamo's one of the greatest vocalists ever. I go, fuck. I listen to them, and I go, I don't hear that. <laughs> go, they're they're um, good. They're okay, but they're not one of my top bands. I don't sit there and listen to them once a week. I do like some of them, but I mean... um. Um, let's just say um, some of their stuff, when I was hearing it, I was like, <laughs> I only was thinking um, a lot of other groups are a lot better. And I, I just sometimes wish some people would go and find those other groups. That's all. Yeah, I, I think Pantera was good for the time they were in. They, they did save metal. And freaking Dimebag did have his own sound with that dun -dun -dun, that groove he had with his guitar. But I, I really feel that his brother wasn't that good of drummer that everybody thinks he was. I think his drum sound was terrible and it, it, for, a, for a hard <laughs> metal band. It had a weak drum sound. I remember back in high school when people were wearing Pantera shirts and I was like, who's this group? And everyone said, this is the best metal group out there. And I never heard their stuff then. If I had heard it back then, I probably would have um, 
been very annoyed even at the girls who look good wearing the Pantera shirts. There was no Pantera when you were in high school. Well, it might have been a year were, after. Were you, dude, they weren't around in, I got out of high school in 1988, dude. There was no Pantera in 88. They came out in the 90s. Oh. <laughs> Maybe well, they're glam rock stuff. They weren't metal then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, it, it was it was the Cowboys from Hell period. Yeah, that was in 1990. You weren't in high school. You were probably in high school looking for girls with shirts tucked in. So you yeah. thought you were the, you thought you were a student. <laughs> um, only for a few years. Only for a few years, or maybe. But, but actually, um, actually, well, okay. Um, the years between. 1978 and 1998 are kind of a blur. They all seem like they're the same year. <laughs> so, so for me, no, no. What what I remember then is I was home. I was, um, I forget what year I was, but but I was home. And my friends were listening to metal, and they were talking about Pantera, and I didn't know who they were, but I had heard of them, and they said, this is a great band, and I, I, I never heard of them until years later, when I, I don't even know um, how I first started hearing them. I think I might have even been on Facebook and people talked about my when I might as well just listen to them and then I thought well okay some of the stuff I heard I thought all right it's okay maybe it's not the very best that's ever been but it's okay and then later I heard other stuff I went uh maybe I should take back what I said kind of yeah. like that yeah, I listen to other bands more than Pantera. I'm not saying Pantera is bad. I just don't think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, everybody puts them so high. I think it's the time they were out. I was already like in my 20s and shit when this came out. I wasn't in high school or freaking doing shit. So freaking I was smoking a lot of weed. So I was listening to more Pink Floyd and Rush and yeah, and freaking good bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do I like Pantera and I do respect. I do respect Pantera, but I don't think Dime was as good as everybody says he is. Yes, he was innovative, and he did have his own sound, but he's not up there with Van Eddie Van Halen or Steve Vai or Joe Satriani, Yngwie Malmsteen, uh, freaking uh, Jimmy Page. He ain't up there with them, man. I don't put him up there. Yeah, Even Frank Hannon of Tesla's better than him to me. I agree with that. And Brad Only, Gillis. Uh, you, you mean Bill, Bill you, uh, who? Brad Gillis of Night Ranger is better than him, too. Oh, he's a hell of a... Zach Wilde, a freaking... Any Aussie guitar player is better than him to me. <laughs> um, Jakey Lee. Like, I'm thinking... I'm thinking... He probably... Um, Dimebag could have probably sneaked his way into an Aussie recording... And made something that everyone would love anyway, just because Ozzy would go, 
And then I go into the field of black flowers. <laughs> and and you know and <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do like Pantera. I'm not dissing them, but everything else I like is kind of better than them. Even I, I I'm not gonna I, I'm gonna say it. I like Poison better than Pantera. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um <laughs> I listen to Poison way more than Pantera. You know, I do like Pantera. Um, you know, if I want to drive and bang my head, I'll listen to Pantera. If I want to drive and sing, I'll listen to freaking uh, Poison, you know? And I like I, to sing more than drive than bang my head. I, 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 um, a part of me doesn't want to agree with you, but another part of me thinks that they're about equal. Yeah, I, I, and now when people hear this podcast, they're going to make fun of me, Lee, because I said Poison was better than Pantera. <laughs> Um, so I'll take I'll, it'll okay. it'll take the stigma off the Bon Jovi episode for you. Hey, <laughs> it will if you stop saying that. Uh, well, I'm gonna get bitched at for watch Chase West. He goes, dude, I can't believe you said Poison is better than Benjera, man. Dude, what what the fuck, man? <laughs> I can hear that now. <laughs> I, I find that when people only post like Metallica Ride the Lightning as an obscure album and Ace Frehley's New York Groove as a deep cut <laughs> in the Kiss catalog, that's when I'm like, oh boy. Oh boy. What box do you live in? Yeah, man. There's no obscure Metallica albums. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Even St. Anger isn't obscure. People know it, even though it's a pile of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I would, but I will say this: I do like Pantera. I do like their music. I love fucking Hostile. I love freaking Cemetery Gates. I do love it, but it's like you can only listen to the same riff over and over and over again before you get bored. And Dime uses that same groove riff on almost every Pantera song. It's like, dude, can you play something else? Yeah, you agree with that, right? He uses that same, dun, 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 you know, that same riff. And 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 I would also say that. I agree that the reason why they keep posting the same song over and over and over and over again is because they forgot that they posted it before and they just want to say how good song it is and they don't realize there's other songs on the album. So they just keep listening to the same song over and over again. Like, this week I'm going to post a song from... Pantera from Cowboys from Hell and then the next week they say I'm going to post a song from a, a great album that's even better than what I posted before it's from Pantera's Cowboys from Hell and it's the same song <laughs> I know, and then man. they keep doing that over and over and over and over again so that's why I I post things and tag people sometimes on purpose that's like you think that you're into metal and you're into this really weird stuff. I know stuff that's weirder than what you think, dude. And and if you don't think it's weird or or if you think it's too weird, then you're it's like you're afraid of music. Kinda of like that. Yeah, dude, it's like uh I posted the thing and people are going, what? 
Are you fucking nuts? It's coming from somebody who likes Van Hagar and Poison. Your opinion doesn't mean shit. They have to discourage my taste in music to make their taste in music sound better. You know, everybody has their fucking own flavor. You like shit that I hate, and you, I like shit that you hate, but we don't fucking make fun of each other for it. <laughs> you know? Oh. It's like, uh, fucking I, dude, I, move I, on if you want to make fun of my taste. Dude, I don't go on your page and freaking call you an idiot. Yeah. That's that's the one thing. It's like, it's like, I mean, if I ask an opinion <laughs> on something, like, what do you think of this song? And they tell me, I do have to be cool about because I asked. But if I'm not asking, if I'm just stating an opinion, and people say, oh, um, I like this song and 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 this stuff, then then I feel that I can kind of rib them a little bit because. It's like I didn't ask for their opinion, but they know that if they tell me that it's going to be kind of a joking thing. But it, but yeah, I mean, in truth, I mean, we all like rock music. And, you know, and um, the only thing that sometimes would horrify me is like I was in a club one day this is kind of a long time ago, and it had poetry and it had um, different performers and stuff. And um, most of what they played was heavy metal or rap, and it wasn't my bag. But as a refreshing change, they would post a song like from the past, and they post journeys don't stop believing. And everybody in the place was singing along to it. And I had to shut my ears. I was feeling a nightmare. Why are you playing this? Because you know they played things and that so people I would like. <laughs> I was I it, it wasn't even close to what they usually play and I, I'm like like if if they had played separate ways, that's a good song. But I mean I I was like it just made me think if music was politics and people voted for a song as they do um, different bills. Um, like, like when it comes to bills and politics, there's some stuff that shouldn't be passed, but people vote for it because they think it sounds good. And the same with music. If they think it sounds good, but I don't, I mean, I, I can get kind of frustrated when a room full of, like, close to 500 people are singing that song together. And, and, and it's so loud that I can't even, you know, drown it out with holding my ears. You know, you know what? My favorite songs by Journey are not the singles. I love Rubicon, Back Talk, Mother Father. Those are my. Mm. Uh, but I do love. Well, Stone in Love wasn't a huge song, but that's my I, my favorite guitar solo by Neil. That's a mm. freaking great solo on that song. And I love oh. the backstory how he comes in and says, "Yeah, I'm stone. I'm stoned in love," and then they change it to Stone in Love. You know, 
Okay, I do on. like the guitar solo to that. The guitar solo on that song is freaking amazing. And Mother Father is just... Steve Perry's vocals are just so good. Well, we're not reviewing Journey right now. Uh, Thank let's, goodness. Let's digress and get into what we are reviewing. Today we're reviewing an album you can only buy on import. It's from Japan. It's a group called TMG, which means Tak Mosioto Group. Which is the, they say he's the Japanese Eddie Van Halen. And he uh, teamed up with uh, Eric Martin and Mr. Big and Jack Blades of Night Ranger. Uh, huh. Jack plays uh, plays bass and Eric Mo Martin is basically the singer. But Jack sings a little lead here and there with Eric. Uh, the songs are okay. written basically by Eric Martin and Jack Blades. With a little help from Tony Fatucci and Andra Andre Parisis. So, but oh, most wow. of the songs are written by Martin and uh, Blades. Uh, wow! So, and they had Brian Titchy on some of the songs on drums, and Cindy Blackman, who was in the Lenny Kravitz band, she's a pretty good drummer, and she was also their touring drummer. And when they went on tour, yeah, and I and I think, and I think if I'm not mistaken, Cindy Blackman is Carlos Santana's wife. Yeah, she's Carlos Santana's wife. Yeah. Oh, cool. Say. Yeah. So this. Uh, TMG1 is the only studio album by Japanese-based supergroup Takmo Sioto Group. Released on June 23, 2004, Eric Martin and Jack Blades wrote all the lyrics by Takmo Sioto, the founder of the band uh, and uh, BZ's fame, was responsible for all the music. The album topped the Araracon albums chart, selling over 90,000 copies, while the single O oh Japan, Our Time Is Now, with 98,346 copies, was the 95th best-selling single of the year in Japan. So this album was only available in Japan, and the way I heard about it, because I read all these things, is that Jack Blades and Eric Martin were doing a group with this guy. I couldn't find the album. It wasn't available in America. I was getting pissed. So I went on like these torrent sites, and I found it on a torrent site, and I downloaded it. And I fucking fell in love with it from the first listen because I'm a huge Night Ranger and, and huge Mr. Big fan. And I love Eric Martin's vocals. And I love, I was disappointed that Jack didn't sing a little bit more. He doesn't really sing on it, mm. but it was a great album. I was going, fuck, this rules. And then my friend was going to Japan and I wanted a hard copy. And, I didn't, and at the time on Amazon, it was like 60 bucks. I gave him 30 ah. bucks. He bought it for me and brought it back. So I have the hard copy here. And you can get it on Amazon now for 30 bucks. I'll put the link up in the show. If you guys want to like buy it, because you can't buy it domestically. Um, yeah. So I, I really fell in love with this album. Let's see how Lee thought about it. Let's yeah. get Let's get into this album with the first song, Oh Japan, Our Time Is Now. What would you think of this one, Lee? This is excellent. They use some techno beats in the beginning, but switches to the heavy rock, and that's a good way of using contemporary sounds. The song is really well done, and it's better than a lot of stuff I've heard recently that's new. I know, man, and I want them to make another album. <laughs> it's like, like, I was talking to Mitch LaFont, I go, TMG should make a new album, and he goes, agreed. <laughs> yeah, this is really cool, man. Uh, like how it starts all Japanese, and it gets to rock, and this song rules. I love Eric's voice, amazing groove here. Tack is a very rhythmic guitarist. Harmonic solo goes with the groove, good breaks in the song also. Freaking yeah. I just love it, man. It says, everything pass. Oh, that's the next song. <laughs> it's a, no, he goes, oh, Japan, our time is now. I love Eric's voice, man. He's so underrated as a vocalist because people get on Mr. Big for to be with you, but then they don't listen to your brother, your daddy, your, your sister, your little boy, or 
freaking their uh, rockin' songs that they did besides that. Because this band, that Mr. Big could shred and Eric can sing. But um, let's get into the next and track. And they don't listen to Sucker with a Pretty Face. I haven't but listened to it either. Before their time, uh, All right, well, let's get it. That's the album that broke him up, went into another group, wasn't it? Or he that made a solo band. Solo band. All right, the Eric Martin band, the one that broke up before. Uh, yeah, that was talking about. All right, well, let's get into the next song, Everything Passes Away, which you picked as one of your tracks. So here's Everything Passes Away by uh, TMG on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. Everything passes away.
Okay, that was Everything Passes Away by TMG. Why did you pick that track, Lee? This is better than a lot of Queensryche. The beginning with the movie mood music start is really effective. The song has the hook to be a hit. But they hit hard and they do things right. I wish more groups would be this good. I really like this a lot. I was just thinking this album's like 16 years old and I'm going, fuck. It doesn't seem like it's been that old. But fuck. Really? Good, good music never gets old, I guess. Yeah, 2004. It's 2020. <laughs> um, it... It does sound a little ahead of its time. Yeah. So let's get into the, uh, let's get, well, everything passes away. Cool beginning. This jams. Eric and Jack, great songwriters, and love how Jack chimes in with the little lead vocals here and there. And, um, and there's sweet sounding riffs, goes into a killer guitar break, and the solo, man, this rules. Love this song. And then we wow. get to the next track, Kings for a Day. What'd you think of this one? Oh, um, this is a lot better than Mr. Big, or maybe one of Mr. Big's songs is as good as this, but this is a really good singer-songwriter type of song gone really heavy. Another good one. Yeah, this song is, uh, I, I said they really know how to craft, craft a song. This song is great. One of my favorites on the album. Great rhythm. Jack and Eric, man, have great harmonies together. And what great riffs again. Tack can play, man. I, I want to go listen to his solo bands, man. This freaking rules. He's a gr good guitar player. I, can, I was impressed when I first heard this. I still haven't went and tried to find his stuff with uh, his uh, his band and what he's doing now. But fuck, he's really good. <laughs> yeah. And then we get into the next track, I Know You by Heart. What do you think of this one? This one is a little more progressive. And it reminds me of Rush somewhat. It's a little less of my favorite for me, but it is interesting. I would still hear it. Yeah, this song is a cool rock and ballad that's not all sticky sweet and jams and a cool break that goes into a great solo. I like it. And then we get into the uh, next song, I Wish You Were Here. What do you think of this one? This is a little like the 80s in a good way. It's fun and I like it. It's a little less heavy than a lot of the other songs by a small amount, but that's fine. I dig it. It's a song you can put on at a party and everyone would dig it. Yeah, I, I love this song. It's got great vocal harmonies and a killer groove, man. This song rules. But uh, I, you didn't pick my favorite song on here, so I had to pick it. The Greatest Show on Earth, I picked. So here's The Greatest Show on Earth by TMG on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was the greatest show on earth by TMG. What'd you think of that song, Lee? I was actually going to put in the notes, but didn't. That the only reason I did not pick this was because there were so many good songs that one of or five of them couldn't be picked. But this, I said, this is one of the best songs on the album. I like the Japanese sound in it. And this is as good, if not better, than a lot of better-known heavy rock bands to try to do this type of music, but not as good as this. In fact, when I gave you the list of songs that I um, picked, and I think I had picked I Wish You Were Here, but um, in truth, this song is even better. So it's cool that you're using that. I didn't want to tell you to change the list, but we we agree. This is this is a really really good song. Yeah, I said I love how they use the Japanese sound in the music. This is my favorite song off the album. It's so, so just so tasty and ear candy, and I love the lyrics. I like how he says, uh, "Sliding doors, tug of wars, and your eyes pulled from their sockets. Aerosol, Barbie dolls, dancing hands in your pockets." I'm going somewhere and getting nowhere. Reality is telling me to lay down. By any measure, bigger is better. Everything you want. Everything you want, you got it coming up to love. You got it coming to you. I love that lyric, man. It's freaking yeah. awesome. I like aerosol, Barbie dolls, <laughs> sliding yeah. doors, tug of wars, eyes pulled from their sockets. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> and from a it guy. It reminds me of the song by Aqua. I'm a Barbie doll, and you're a Barbie boy. Oh, God, no. This song is a hundred <laughs> thousand times better than that fucking They do shit. have one good song in their career, but I'm not going to mention it because I don't want people to make fun of me for mentioning it. But, okay, Turn Back Time. I actually really like that song. That's That's a really good song, but absolutely... 
pretty much nothing else in their catalog is any good. I just but like Turn the... Back Time, if, if, if you hear Turn Back Time, it's actually a really, really good ballad. Really, really good song. And that's all I want to say about Aqua. I'm just saying freaking aerosol Barbie dolls dancing hands in your pockets. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> dancing in your pockets. You're yeah. my Bobby doll and I'm your Bobby. I'm <laughs> Please. Get this I'm, off I'm, of my head. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm kind of drunk, so sorry. Uh, right, man. But <laughs> fucking, I just can't get over that lyric. Aerosol Barbie no, doll no, hands in your pockets. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then we, then we get to the next song, Signs of Life. What would you think of this one? Oh, um, this is really great. I like the half tones in this song. It has great swagger and rhythm, and it's a song I could clap to and sing along. Very good. Yeah, I, I said, uh, love this song. Also a toe tapper. Good riff, harmonies, guitar harmony. Great song. Like the riff that goes in the beginning. You know, he's doing that riff that goes in and out of the yeah. song. Fucking killer. I love it. I can't say it with my... I can't do it with my mouth. Well, I, I could do some things with my mouth, but not that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and not that, what you're thinking of. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. Homie, don't play butt darts. All right. Yep. And bring those... <laughs> take those hot dogs that don't look like hot dogs out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the next track, Red, White, and Bullet Blues. But you picked this track. So here's Red, White, and Bullet Blues by TMG on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Oh, 
That was Red, White, and Bullet Blues. Why'd you pick this track, Lee? One of the best songs on the album. It kicks ass, and it's like if Night Ranger kicked it up 100%. This is what damn Yankees could have wished they were. It's great. Yeah, I agree with you. I would have picked this track if you didn't pick it, so I went to my other second favorite song. Yeah, I love... I, I get in the car, dude, and if this song comes on, I play it like four times in a row. It just rules. It rocks. It sounds good on my car stereo. I miss driving yep. in my car to work and listening to music. Fuck, this shit needs to end. That's the way I listen to music. I have to sit in my house and listen to it on my iPhone. It gets boring. No, I like to drive and, and listen to tunes, man. That's that's the way that music sounds good. You know, um, even songs that might not be as good um, to us when we're listening in our house. They somehow breathe and become more something when we listen to them out on the road. You know what I mean? I know, because you could sit in a car and sing to yourself and sing out loud. If you're in a house, people say, shut up! Turn that down! Plus, the, 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 <laughs> the idea of life around you, looking at the life and just looking at how the you know you're outside 
where the music works best. It's like, I think that the worst place to listen to music would be in some kind of like really yucky looking room where nothing looks good. And then people would get pissed off and the music wouldn't be good. So the better the atmosphere, the better the song sounds. Yeah, I need to get a compact disc player in my room here too. Because I got so many CDs, I could only listen to them on the computer, and I don't like. I want to hear it on my big speakers that I have my freaking my amplifier and my 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 record player connected to. I would like to listen to my CDs on the speakers too, not dinky yeah. little computer speakers. So it kind of sucks. I'm gonna save I'm up hoping, and get me a component CD player. Yeah, I'm hoping to get a cassette player because I want to be able to download some of the old songs that I have on the few cassette tapes of music I did back in the 80s that are on cassette but <laughs> they're not they're not on any um, anything now and I can't duplicate those songs you know yeah so yeah. I'm gonna uh, my review of red white and bullet blues fucking hard rocker here crunchy riff slows down goes into a to a into a, the chorus love the drum sound tasty wrist the vocals are so good this is tied with my favorite songs and the solo rules man because i said if you didn't pick it i would have picked it so oh I yeah my other favorite tied song so let's get into the next song trapped what do you think about this one this is absolutely great if only white snake could be this good eric martin is a better vocalist than david coverdale anyway agreed now he is <laughs> He's um, kept his voice. Okay, well, on the slighted in I, I, years and that '87 album, Coverdale ruled, man. Um, I'm not saying he didn't, but I I still like Eric Martin better. But anyway, this song really smokes. Great stuff. Yeah, it's a great pop rock song here. It's it's like Night Ranger, and Mr. Big had a baby, and this group was created. Love this song and album. They go into the solos. And they go into the slow, the solos flawlessly. It's like the song doesn't change its beat and Tack just goes with the beat. You know, he doesn't change it, stop the song to do a solo. It just yeah. seamlessly goes, all the songs he does that. He doesn't really ruin the song to get, let me get my solo in. He actually does it the right way. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get into the next song, um, My Alibi. What do you think of this one? This is a different type of song for the album, but it's great. Better than the Red Hot Chili Peppers or Faith No More. Funky and hot. Really cool. That's funny. I called it a little jazzy and funky. Here, still an awesome song. I thought you would have picked this one, Lee, because of the jazziness. <laughs> um, like, like I said, um, I couldn't pick ten songs, yeah. so I had to narrow it down. Yeah. But, 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 no, this, this one... Um, was just, if you had decided to not use one of the ones that I did and use this instead, I wouldn't have minded because, you know, it was pretty much just as good. Yeah, and, and, and also Tack plays with the rhythm of the song on the solo again. Freaking killer. And then uh, uh, we get into the next track, Wonderland. What would you think of this one? This song is fierce. Maybe this group could have written all the songs for a Loverboy album. Fun song. Hey, did I stop and play I Wish You Were Here? 
Um, no, but you don't have to unless you want to. Oh, no. Uh, I, hey, man, I messed up. So here's I Wish You Were Here. Lee picked this track. My bad. We were getting all lovey on this album, and I messed up. So here's I Wish You Were Here out of context on, on the Freeform yeah, It's podcast. like it wishes it were in context. It wishes it were here. So that's cool. Yeah, I skipped it on accident. I'm sorry, man. Here you go. But I wish you were here. No problem at all. I wish you were here on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
that was I Wish You Were Here, and we already uh, talked about the song, so let's move on to the next one, which is uh, Wonderland. What would you think of this one, Lee? Yeah, this song is fierce. Maybe this group could have written all the songs for a Loverboy album. Fun song. I love Loverboy, and this would have been a good Loverboy song, yeah. Cool riffs, poppy lyrics, but works for me. And love it just just because the lyrics are poppy, they are really good. Love where the where the hell is Juliet? I'm still in Wonderland. I love that lyric. It says, yeah. "Where the hell is Juliet?" Cause I'm still in Wonderland. I like that. And a band is tight as fuck. I wish they would make a sequel. Love the solo is hot, awesome, great song. And then we get into the next song, Train, Train. But what do you think of this one? <laughs> this is kind of like Black Country Communion. It's a little bit less of a favorite than some of the other songs. The base, the basic melody is good, but not all the songs can be equal. So unfortunately, this one is slightly less my bag. But it's still a decent song. Yeah, I love this. It's a bluesy hard rocker here. The drum and the guitars play off each other on this song. The band hasn't had a filler yet, and I love it. And to boot... An amazing solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we get into the next song, uh, Two of a Kind. What would you think of this one? All right, this one isn't quite my thing. If a song could be taken off the album, I could see this one being off. But it's not terrible. It's just filler to me. I don't think it's a filler. I think it's like a bluesy Stevie Ray Vaughan ballad, but not Sticky Sweet, a good song. Okay. I like the, the, in the beginning, it sounds like Stevie Ray Vaughan guitaring, you know, a little, yeah, yeah. you know, pretty cool. And then we get to the last song, Never Said Goodbye. What do you think of this one? This is a good way to close the album. Kind of a ballad, but actually still a pretty heavy piece. And it's positive, and I dig the message. Cool song. And that guitar that goes, you know, that riff he keeps playing through the whole song. It's freaking amazing. And it starts off with the electronic sound in the beginning. But don't that, let that fool you. This song rules a hard rocker to end an album. Great guitar harmonics is amazing. Drummer is killer beat. Vocals amazing. And amazing how they slow it down with the piano lyric break. Killer way to end a killer album. Right on. You know how they do that little piano where Eric starts singing like slowly and then it goes back into the song goes na 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 I freaking love that part. It's right on. The song go and it ends. Great album, man. We need more from this. It's been 16 years, guys. You have nothing to do right now. You guys are all in a sequestered quarantine. So get freaking making music. You could make it on your Pro Tools. Send each other tracks. And freaking yeah. all you bands, I bet we're going to get a lot of albums from this because a lot of bands are probably bored making music right now. <laughs> I wish I could email some of my favorite um, artists and say, would you like to do something to this track? Yeah. And and then and get an email back saying, yeah, I did something to it. I shot it and I, and I <laughs> threw it in the woods. <laughs> All right, man. So that was our review of TMG1. It had Tak Mosioto on guitars, Eric Martin lead vocals, Jack Blades bass vocal, backing vocals, Brian Titchy drums on tracks 1, 9, 11, 14, Cindy Blackman drums on 10, 12, and 13. So I don't know who's on the rest of it. So, but a freaking great freaking album, man. And this is uh, released in Japan. I was, I was thinking, wow, 
you know, you really, I was going to say, um, um, guess who picked an album that's better than any of the stuff that I've picked? And that's you, darn it. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I'm giving you all of my praise right now because you have great taste. But yeah. I didn't get a chance to say it. That's funny, but you have great taste, man. But we okay, just, I think cool. this is the first album we ever agreed on totally. Um, well, pretty much. And uh, give a shout out to Dana Russell, Reedling Russell. Yeah. She was saying that she couldn't wait to hear this podcast because she talked to you and she said you. She didn't. I didn't tell her the album. I said it'll be a surprise for you. And uh, she wants to really hear it because she thinks we're both going to agree on this. And she was right. <laughs> yeah, well, hey. Um, um, so, hey, Dana, how you doing? Um, I hope that you like the fact that we agree and you smile. <laughs> All right, man. So let's get into our tracks of the week. When I picked uh, Mark Slaughter, Baby Wants. Uh, and you picked Jack Green Can't Stand It, and uh, that Jack Green shit is good. Yeah, and the reason why I picked it was because it was slightly um, kind of during the time that Eric Martin did his first stuff. So I wanted to pick something that was kind of related to the Eric Martin period from when I knew him. Yeah, I like that song, and I want to hear the rest of his album because I, I went to another track after that was done playing on YouTube, and it was it's really poppy and rocky. I like it's, it. It's it's at that time he was kind of the thing, and then he kind of slowly became not the thing because there's so many other people. But at one time, Jack Green was kind of kind of the hip thing back when I was growing up. So, and I want to give a shout out to, uh, we lost a, a great songwriter and a guy, uh, Fountains of Wayne, Adam Schlesinger dies of the coronavirus at 52, dude. Oh, man. And he was also the songwriter for that movie, The Thing That You Do. The Thing You Do. So, and he, oh. remember that song, Stacy's Mom? It's got it going on? I, I never saw the movie. Yeah, uh, well, no, you know the song, Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's Mom. Um... I'm not sure. I'll send it to you. But he was also in a band with uh, with uh, Bunny Carlos on drums and the guy from uh, what's that band? Oh that... yes, Smashing Pumpkins. Not Smashing Pumpkins, dude. The uh, no. Tinted Windows. It was the singer from uh, that fucking kid band that did Umbop. Umbop. But, oh, Hanson. Hanson, yeah, was, the, the singer was of Hanson. I hot in it. James Iha Ahi was in there too. It was a great little yeah, band. He was from Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, and so yeah, but I was talking about Adam was in there oh, too. Oh no, no, no! I hear you. Yeah, yeah, was... yeah. That was that was an interesting band that I'll have to listen to again because I still can't figure out whether I liked them or not. Yeah, I, I liked I liked it. I have the album. I could send it to you. Okay. Yeah, he wasn't the singer of Fountains of Wayne. It was uh, Chris Collingwood. He was bass guitar in that band. Uh, but wow. It sucks that yeah. he died, man. That really sucks. I thought he was the singer, but it's Chris Collingwood was the singer of... Uh, and they had, what, one... They had they made a new album in 2011. Well, not too new. They had wow. one, two, three, four, five albums. Uh, it fucking sucks. They even updated on Wikipedia that he died of COVID-19. That was quick. 
just died oh, on the first. Man. But Tom Hanks did a little tribute to him, said that thing you do wouldn't it be possible without him. You never cool. saw that movie? It was like kind of like a Beatles band. I, I should watch it. It's a pretty cool movie. Tom Hanks rules. Uh, yeah. so, so, and your your track is I Got You, which uh, you have the yeah. Einstein hairstyle again, which is pretty damn cool. Well, people don't watch the video when they hear this podcast. I'm only sending you the audio, so thanks a fucking lot. <laughs> hey, you so, look fucking serious. You look like a serious musician. Well, I wrote that back in 1976 with a friend of mine, Nicholas Kent, who was in my group. And when we performed it, um, we, we um, another member of our band, who was a friend of ours, Tamara Powell, we were talking about it. And so I ended up playing the melody part, which he had written some, and then the uh, drum part. Well, I wrote some of the melody, but I wrote the drum part, and he was playing the drum part. So we were kind of switching and playing each other's parts for her. And, and most of the time when we wrote a song on paper with the notes in the way that we wrote them, we usually had them stored. And then when we performed, we just pretty much performed songs that we were thinking of without writing them. But that was a song we actually wrote and actually played. But um, I, I remember it because it was a pretty easy tune to remember and so i did my own keyboard version of it all right man i liked it it was really good i liked the keyboard parts of it and uh i liked your singing your singing yeah is... yeah i i tried i i tried my best because this i wanted to pick something that was a little retro a little from well 1976 is a little bit earlier than the 80s but you know it's it's more within the time frame than something from 2000 you know what i mean yeah it's a it's a good song i really i hope people enjoy it and i hope you guys listen to it uh, so you. here's our tracks of the week mark slaughter baby wants jack green can't stand it and our fabulous lee gershman with i got you on the freeform rock podcast do you know what we're doing next week lee um not quite but I, I can get back to you soon and let the listeners be surprised. I'm thinking it will probably be obscure and it will probably be an older album. Well, a lot of your obscure albums are albums that I listen to still, so thank you, Lee. And I hope right the on. fans enjoy your obscure records. I, pick, I picked an, a more obscure album because it wasn't released in America. But uh, Yeah, and, and I, and I, and I want to thank you because I was going to say... Quite frankly, it's a hell of a lot better than a lot of the stuff that I've heard within the last few years. So I have to say kudos to you. You really did a good job. Yeah, and I might pick the last the last Mark Slaughter album for the next one because that's kind of obscure too. <laughs> so believe it or not, I, I agree. I, I I don't doubt it. All right. Uh, so until next time, Lee, you know what to do. Say goodbye. Okay, I'm saying goodbye. Bye-bye. Strike up the band Break out the wine Old men 
got a beautiful mind Bridges washed out but don't heed the signs Like you never did before Gather the maidens for the parade The sun is shining down like sweet lemonade Round up your sheep and the dreams that have strayed Drive them to the shore
Just listen to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.